Hello and welcome. My name's Stephen Dickens and I'm your host on the I'm a Mainframer podcast brought to you by the Open Mainframe Project, a Linux Foundation collaborative project focused on advocating for Linux and open source on the mainframe platform. I'm joined today by a fantastic guest. We've just been talk talking offline and I hope I'm going to get her name right. Jessie Elaine Punong Bayan, who thankfully for me has agreed to go by the name of Jelly for today. So, hey, Jelly, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me here and good job on pronouncing my name. I really love it. Uh, you're too kind. You're too kind. I know you when we were getting ready for the show, you, you helped me out massively. <laughs> so I, I hope I didn't offend. No, it's, it's good. So, Jelly, if you can just maybe give us a um, brief introduction, tell us a little bit about what you do and a little bit about your background. Sure. Um, I am from the Philippines. Um, I started off as a, well, a mainframe application developer. So, basically, I have a pure mainframe background where I work for a banking industry in the Philippines, and there I learned COBOL, kicks, and the bank processing, like, on-call support, recovery stuff, and I'm, I, I moved to Singapore as an expat to be a COBOL consultant, and there I was, ex I was exposed to the European way of bank processing and some of these mainframe tools that they have there, so, and then basically the whole, the whole first year, or the whole 10 years of my experience would be uh, mainframe application development. And that's what I do most of the time. And then when I transferred, now I'm living in Czech Republic. And I transferred here first as a system operation. So I switched my career from application development to system engineering. And I worked for IBM for two years um, in the operations team where I, I do like IPLs, um, just firing commands in just two and just three. So basically operation stuff. And then after that one, I moved to Broadcom. And now I'm a R&D engineer for, for Zoe Explorer. So I'm exposed now to modern mainframe interfaces. And that's what I normally do every day, like all about mainframe and modernization. So Jelly, there's some fantastic little nuggets <laughs> there. Um, <laughs> you know, moving around the world, moving to different companies kind of really I think some of our listeners are really interested around how you can build a career that takes you around the world uh, in the mainframe space especially on a platform like COBOL so mm -hmm. I mean maybe if you can just give us a, a bit of how did you get started sounds like you jumped in and built a career in the mainframe how did you kind of get started give me a few early days how you kind of came out of college and maybe got into the platform. That would be interesting, I think. Well, I started off as a programmer trainee. So after I graduated college, I started looking for a job. And I don't want to go for like a job that like a real, a real job. So I wanted to have a training program. And there's this bank in the Philippines that offers a programmer trainee. And they have two paths. One path is like for visual basic group and the other one is for mainframe group. And there they taught us about COBOL and GCL. And 
it was fascinating for me because I understood cobble immediately because it's like just just like writing a paragraph or a sentence and I got a high high grade there and so they put me in the mainframe path and that's where it all started for me in the mainframe industry so I they put me in this cobble cobble the cobble department and we were working on an in-house enhancements for for the bank and it's mainly focused on cobble and kicks yeah it's it's really interesting i mean cobol's been in the press a lot recently mm-hmm. um with some negative comments particularly in the us and it's really interesting to hear you talk there about how you came to the platform new kind of loved interacting with COBOL as a language and, and sort of got the bug for the mainframe, <laughs> if, if you excuse the developer pun, but, <laughs> but just really kind of just got excited. So maybe, maybe give me a perspective, if you don't mind, for the listeners around kind of you, what do you think about where COBOL is right now and, and maybe its perspective against other languages and, and kind of how easy is it from that developer mm-hmm. perspective to engage with? Yeah, when when I heard about that cobble is needed before, like when cobble became very famous recently, I I was thinking about my experience at that time, and you know, I I I think that people are af- afraid of cobble because some, somehow it's an old language. You know, sometimes when when it's it's old, you 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 have this fear of the unknown and you don't want to touch it and when i was starting out as, as a young developer i was very afraid of touching the terminals and i fear i am afraid that i will break something and my colleagues are not really that helpful because they somehow enjoy that i'm afraid of touching stuff but as time goes by i i i do have that i acquire that bug that love bug for for cobol because it's it helps me. It taught me how to be resourceful. It's a very sim- for me. It's it's the logic is simple. Uh, you it's simple how to code it. You can create. You can create a program, and then you can find resourceful ways on how to achieve your goal in Cobol. And the one thing that I love about about this language is that you know what's going inside and what's going out. So you don't you know what's going to happen in your program and you can expect it. And so if you have an error, you already know how to fix it or you know what's going on. So you understand everything that's happening inside the program. So if I'm gonna compare um, COBOL into, let's say the modern language that I have, for example, right now I'm coding in TypeScript and TypeScript is for me amazing because you, you only import packages that you didn't code and this packages helps you in doing this. But the negative side about that is that I don't really understand what are those packages um, doing and how they are developed. And so there's this blind spot for me in these packages. And for, for me, when you, you code in mainframe, you know everything. And that, that knowing part helps me or satisfies me as a developer. So, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that's fascinating, Jelly. I'm not a developer, not written a line of code, but as mm-hmm. I know a lot of our listeners are developers. And I think that what just listening to you talk about sort of COBOL versus some of those other languages there was 
I, I, I could, I could hear in your voice the, the sort of perspective you've got of when you can see your code, you can understand the program that you've written. And I, I could hear that coming through it. Did I capture that right? Because I, I think that's what I heard. Yes, I mean, that's what I see as well. I mean, as a, in my experience, I, when, when I code in mainframe, I, I understand what I'm coding, or at least I understand the process of it. And what, what basically what you said is right. So obviously you've been on a journey both with the mainframe and around the world. One thing that sort of came through in the bio that I was sent was the work you've been doing with Zoe. Mm -hmm. Lots of our listeners are interested in that project. If you could maybe just exp explain a little what you're doing in the Zoe space, that would be fantastic. So in Zoe, I am, I am one of the engineers for Zoe Explorer and we are doing, well, I'm, doing lots of enhancement in, in that area. And as well as I am part of the Zoe mobile application. So this Zoe mobile application is an incubation project for Zoe. And it was created by me and my team during a hackathon project. And this mobile app allows you to access your job pool, your mainframe job pool. So it's good for um, production support that you know, when somebody from somebody from operations calls you that there's an abandoned job, you can just get it in your phone and then you can you can submit at that part. And as well as I'm I'm also part of the Cobble course in Open Mainframe Project. And I'm part of the core team and I'm supporting and creating challenges for, for the learners today. So you we you're building with Zoe a ability to be able to see abandoned jobs on somebody's mobile phone. Did I just hear that right? Yes. So it's one of the incubation project that was um, donated this year for 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 Zoe. That's super cool. So is that would that give somebody the ability who's not a mainframe expert to be able to just log in via their phone? you know, check it, check the status of a job and be able to sort of kickstart a process without having to be a mainframe expert. Is that, yes. am I, am I understanding that right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's right, actually. Wow. I mean, I think for me that these are some of the interesting projects and, and speaking sort of from my own um, sort of perspective, these are why I do the podcast to speak to the interesting <laughs> people on the, on the front line developing the modern mainframe. I think that's super fascinating how we're changing the dynamic around how people are getting access to this platform. Mm -hmm. So can you give me a bit of what your experience has been on Zoe and, and kind of how you see that open source developer model coming to the mainframe, which I know is something we've kind of not had up until the last few years. How's that been as a developer experience? For me, and before, so when I heard about Zoe, I actually have this doubt in, in Zoe because it says modernization. And as a pure mainframer, when you hear the word modernization, ah, oh, I don't want that. I love 3270. I love the green screen, and I don't, I don't want this new developer experience stuff. But when I was 
immersed in it, when I experience how to use Zoe Explorer, even Zoe CLI, or I started creating APIs using um, the, API S the API SDK that the Open Mainframe is um, offering, that gave me a lot of uh, ways to innovate. It expanded my, my creativity. And I, I then begin to ask this question like, what's more that what more can you do with mainframe and excuse me being able to do enhancement for zoe explorer like seeing how you can access your data sets or access your you your uss or your jobs pool using a vs code editor that fascinates me a lot and so i have this great for me using zoe or using this modern interfaces is is good because it's not really what I thought it was before. Because before I thought that if you do modernization, you're gonna recode your COBOL programs or you're gonna change everything, like destroy everything and build everything from scratch again. But with Zoe, it's not it's not like that. It's just giving you a new interface and a new way of connecting to mainframe that allows you to have this cross-platform interaction with the modern platform and the mainframe platform and making it one to work together and that fascinates me a lot and so when i saw this extension or the cli and then even though the web desktop i i immediately thought of a phone i mean why not use a phone and so since we're firing apis as our as our way to interact mean mainframe it allowed us to create a mobile application and so it it doesn't stop there since this API technology or this modern technology exists and we continuously improve um, or we continuously find ways to have solutions for mainframe. For me, Zoe has a really great future on how to interact mainframe with other modern technologies. And I like it because it's something familiar for me as a, pure, as, as a person who has a pure mainframe background. I don't really need to relearn much because it's still familiar for me. I'm still coding my COBOL programs. I can still access it, but it's just in a different interface. Interface, And so that's, that was the great experience for me when I started working or started using Zoe. That's just, you can hear the passion there, Jelly, coming through, you know, as the, and the show's called I'm a Mainframer. You know, you're a declared COBOL programmer, but you've then built a mobile app using open source. I mean, for me, that's just the, that's the perfect journey on the platform. What would be your recommendations to people looking to get involved in Zoe? How would you recommend they sort of get started and, and dive into the community effort? For me, what I would, I would really suggest is just to try it out. You know, I, I know, I know that each and every mainframer have, have their doubts, like, Maybe it's not going to be like this, this and that. So try it out. And it's just a simple like just firing or just using the CLI. Use, um, check your jobs through the CLI or check your jobs through the VS Code extension. And then if you like it, try, try more, like more components. And then after that, I would suggest that, you know, join the Slack community that we have even and contribute there, not contribute by asking questions, contribute by by understanding what the what Zoe can do, like providing use cases. And as a developer, for me, I'm here to help to, to 
to help you to understand what the product does and also it will help me to understand what are your needs and so by just trying it out or being a witness for Zoe for Zoe itself is already helping out and if you have experience um, in in TypeScript or any any of these modern technology or interfaces then you can check out the github repositories and contribute your code or if or you can just contribute your knowledge to to all these new learners that we have especially in the cobble course like there are lots of people who join there and they're just contributing their knowledge as a cobble developer and how they will they they will code in cobble or how they will handle these processes and by sharing knowledge we are already contributing to to the community and we are helping each other to to improve this open mainframe project. Jelly, I think that's been fantastic to hear you talk about the community that's being built around this code base. I think the mainframe always had a strong community ethos, mm -hmm. but I think, and you know, at the various conferences, I know you've spoken at GuideShare Europe in the past, you know, there's, there's been strong mainframe gatherings. I think what we've seen with the Open Mainframe Project is just harness that community and enable it to come together for the common good. And, and hearing you talk about it just sort of fills my, fills my heart with joy about the platform that we've been able to build with the Open Mainframe Project and how that really sort of gives this ability for people like you to develop interact with colleagues and peers and new people in the industry and, and sort of pull all that together. So Jelly, as, as we start to think about wrapping up for our guests here, I always try and catch, uh, for our listeners, sorry, I always try and catch our guests out um, with one question. Um, so I gave you a bit of warning when we were getting <laughs> warmed up. You've, you've given me a really interesting view of the mainframe platform. You've traveled the world with COBOL, you've seen and started to leverage an open source community to build on the SOE platform. Where do you see the mainframe in three to five years if you were to look into your crystal ball? If I were to look on my crystal ball, I want to see mainframe as something that is in a cross-platform environment. So for me, I want to see mainframe um, using this modern interfaces, but as well as running um, in mainframe. So basically what he, what mainframe is doing right now, but with more modern interfaces for us to use. And as well as I want to see the mainframe community to be, to be more diverse, like with young, young developers and um, experienced developers working together because for me, this Zoe and this Open Mainframe project, it allows us to be all learners. As an experienced developer, I am learning new stuff. I am learning modern, modern stuff. And as a modern developer, as a new grad, I am learning about mainframe. And I want to see that mainframe community working together, learning together, and sharing their experience together. And for me, having that makes mainframe platform even more stronger because we're we're working together to improve mainframe to be a better platform and combining those um, two different worlds together i for, for me it, it it makes it really stronger makes it 
better. So, Jelly, you mentioned something there as a new grad. If you could go back to you, to your younger self and give you give yourself some advice as you were coming out of college, what would that advice be? My advice for myself is that you know stick stick to what you have done. Like stick to mainframe. I think mainframe has given me a lot of um, experience and a different perspective. It allowed me to think dif differently, to be more creative in a way, in, in my way of thinking. And so my advice is that too, to just stick with mainframe, learn it, and as well as learn, continue learning, like continue to search for more because there are so much more in mainframe. You can, you can do more in mainframe. And it's, an, it's a very um, interesting language and exciting language. It's not a dead language. Honestly, COBOL is not a dead language. Mainframe is not dead. And for me, it's, it's, a, it's a very wide um, platform. You can learn a lot from it, and it's very interesting. So, Jelly, I can't think of a better set of sentences to start to wrap up our podcast today. It's been fantastic talking to you. I feel like I've journeyed around the world. <laughs> I feel like I've seen and heard about your journey. And you've been a fantastic guest. So thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you so much as well. So you've been listening to Stephen Dickens and uh, Jelly, a senior software engineer at Broadcom. Thank you for joining us on today's show. If you've liked what you've heard, click in the links below and uh, subscribe. Or ideally write us a reference, as well, a, re a review as well, and give us five stars or whatever you have on your podcast platform we'll be bringing you more shows from the i'm a mainframer podcast series where we talk to the most interesting guests around the world who are developing and advocating for the mainframe platform so my name's stephen dickens i'm signing off and we'll hopefully speak to you soon